You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Mod Advisor and are able to give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. It's going to be a great year in 2022 at Florida Risk Partners now that IPFS is in the game with their total pay strategy, we can write excess and surplus lines and completely remove the agency bill from our agency. People, if you're not using total pay by IPFS, you're definitely leaving money on the table. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Having partners like Mineral only bolsters the fact that your clients do not care about the insurance. It's all of the value that you're able to add. And with partners like Mineral, who can help with both HR and environmental health and safety, we can't help but win. This is Power Producers Shop Talk. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Power Producer Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game. But today, mm, today I want to talk a little bit about the journey that we are all on. And Kyle's not with me, so it's just going to be me. You're going to have to listen to rant and rave and ramble. But I think it's really, really important that we understand the journey that we're on. Because if we take this journey seriously, it doesn't just improve what we earn. It doesn't just improve how we can provide. It literally has the ability to change each and every one of our family trees. But I think that there's an issue in the industry. I think that there are a lot of people who just get it wrong. And what I mean by that is there comes a time along the journey when you start to have a little bit of success. You start to taste that sweet nectar of commissions. Mm, mm, mm. And the more you taste it, the more bulletproof you get in your own mind and the more you begin to become your own biggest fan. Now, listen, I have no problem at all with people who are self-confident. I think you have to be self-confident to make it in our industry. But I have a problem with people who are cocky. I have a problem with people who are arrogant. I have a problem with people who are condescending because the fact of the matter is there's not a single person out there that's inherently better than anybody else. And so many times we get caught up in that. So many times we get caught up in looking at the future or what's in front of us right now that we absolutely positively ignore where we've come from. And that's a dangerous thing because most of us don't come from much. Most of us don't come from a lot of money and a big house and a fancy car. Most of us probably don't come from a home where our 
parents were in sales in some cases, or even in corporate America in others. There's nothing wrong with any of that. For crying out loud, I ran grocery stores for 10 years. There's no more humbling occupation on the face of the earth than running a grocery store, knowing that you have to get $100 in that person's shopping cart to make $1 a net profit for your location. And so the thing I want to challenge everybody with this week is remember where you came from. It's not just about future forecasting. A lot of times, it's even more beneficial if we sit back and we reflect. One of the things that I have done over the course of my entire career, crazy to think that it's been 20 plus years, but I have every single agent of record letter I've ever gotten. I keep them in a three ring binder. I punch holes in them and I put them in with a divider by year. And I don't know why I originally started doing that, but I started doing it at the very beginning probably as bragging rights or whatever, but I just kept doing it. And what I've found over the course of the last two decades is that not every day is a great day. Not every day is going to be a win out on the sales front. Not every day is going to lead me to somebody who wants to hire me to be the next agent to represent them. And when I start to string a couple of those days along, I start to get inside my own head again. See, the biggest battle we face as producers and agents out there on the streets, it's not our competition. It's not our carriers. It's not our underwriters. It's ourselves. It's our own head. And when we start to skid, that can perpetuate. Because why? We allow it to. And so... If I get to a point where I'm skidding for two, three, four days in a row, maybe even a week, it's time for me to get into my home office, sit down, shut the door, and pull out that three-ring binder and start flipping through it, remembering every single thing that I did to get each one of those agent or record letters. Now, the cool part for me is that a good number of them are still my clients today. Certainly not every single one of them is, but a good number of them are still my clients. And I love sitting back and and reading that AOR and thinking about that account and thinking about that first meeting and what I did to prepare for it and how I opened the meeting and the points that I brought up during the meeting and what I used to close the meeting and just sit back and let my headspace get clear to remember where I came from, to remember what I did to win that account, to remember what I did to take that next step because I can't go forward with a cloudy head. I have to take my time and stop and do the one thing I tell my team to do all the time. And that's slow down to speed up. Sometimes we want to run really hard and we think if I just meet with more people, if I just try and get more quotes, if I just do this, do that, whatever. And what we're really doing is we're just running faster and faster and faster into the brick wall that's eventually going to hit us because we're not taking the time that we need. We need time to replenish and recharge our bodies and our minds. We need time 
to plan and research prospects accordingly. We need time to prepare our marketing drop information and personalize it so that it creates an impact when we meet with people. We need time to look at who we're going to call for the week and figure out how many calls we're going to make on each day and then go back and take time to listen to those calls and critique ourselves. See, I do as much on focusing on what has happened as I do on thinking about and dreaming about what will happen. Because if I don't use what has happened successfully, I'm never going to catapult to get my full potential in the future. And something that I've always been cognizant of, regardless of how much money I have made, regardless of how many accounts I've closed, regardless of who my friends are, regardless of opportunities that I have, is I don't forget where I came from, and I never will. It's always interesting to me because I don't hold myself in any different light than anybody else. But when I go and I talk at different events, when I speak in front of people, I take time to be present. I have a lot of friends that speak publicly, and you know what? To each their own, but they'll fly in, they'll do their presentation, and they'll turn around and fly out right away. I'm different. I want to get to be with the people. I want to see who was in the audience. I want to see how I can help them and how we can connect, how we can start to build a relationship because down the road, you never know. They may need me. I may need them. And if I'm in and out, don't have that opportunity. And when I stick around, when I have dinner with the agents that are at the conference that I'm at that I've never met before, but listen to the podcast or follow the YouTube channel or the blog or whatever, they all say the same thing. Man, you are literally no different in person than you are on your podcast, on the stage. You're the same person. Well, I hate to rain on their parade, but that's because I'm not smart enough to be two people. I can only be one guy. And that one guy is very thankful for what he has and the opportunities that have presented themselves. So much so that I consciously make myself thankful by taking conscious breaks to reflect. This past weekend, I had a great opportunity to go to New York City with my wife for a long weekend, and we met our great friends Josh and Ashley Gurley there. And if y'all have listened to the podcast for any length of time, you know Gurley has been on here, and the, my guy spins more gold than Rumpelstiltskin does. And we were off to have a great weekend. We had been planning this for the better part of a year, and the one thing, the one thing that I wanted more than anything else was to have dinner at Carbone in Greenwich Village. It's literally the hardest table to get in New York City. Now, I like to think that I'm persuasive. I like to think that I can close deals. And so I figured, eh, I'll figure this out. I'll figure out a way to get in. That ain't happening at Carbone. And so... I did something that every single one of us probably should do more than we normally do. I asked for help. I thought to myself, who can help me here? I'm really, really got my back against the wall. This is the one place I want to go. And I thought about my good friend, Aaron Gordon in New York City. And I picked up the phone and I called Aaron. I said, Aaron, 
crazy ask, any chance at all that you got connections that can get me into Carbone for four people on Friday night on November 9th, whatever the date was. He said, I'm not sure. Let me check. And it wasn't even 30 minutes later. My guy let me know that he had a table for four at Carbone on Friday night. And I was ecstatic, man. I was thinking about how good the food was going to be. I was wondering who I was going to see in there because this is one of those places where you are guaranteed to see an A-list celebrity if you can even get in. Rihanna had rented it out for her birthday party for a couple of hours. Old Bieber had been there with his wife a couple weeks before. It's just one person right after the other. Madonna was there with her kids having dinner one night. And it just, it led me to think to myself, what in the world? How did I get here? What did I do? You see, I moved out of my parents' house to go to college when I was 17 years old. And aside from moving back a couple of short bursts during a relocation, never went back, never moved back in. When you do that, Sometimes you don't make the best decisions. I ran up credit cards, got myself in debt, couldn't pay my bills. I mean, it was just an absolute nightmare for me. I had created such a mess. It was so bad at one point in my 20s that when the microwave would beep, I would literally jump up and run and look out the front window to make sure it wasn't a tow truck coming to get my car and repossess it. I didn't know where my next rent payment was going to come from. Certainly didn't know where the car payment was going to come from. And I lived in a world filled with stress. I worked three jobs. Three jobs. I was sleeping four hours a day. And one thing led to another. I eventually got to take my job at the grocery store, running, running a, a store in Birmingham, Alabama. And then I worked one job that was like working three jobs. But I was thankful. I was thankful because I knew that I had money that was coming in. I was thankful that I didn't have to worry as much about my bills anymore. But I lived like I still had no money. See, during those years, it was not uncommon for me to live off of ramen noodles and the boxed macaroni and cheese, not the craft, the store brand, because it was 10 for a dollar. And if I had to buy the butter and the milk to go into that mix, I couldn't afford to buy craft too. That's how tight things were. On a Friday, if it was payday, I would treat myself and I would get the Velveeta shells and cheese that I didn't have to mix with butter and milk because the pouch had the cheese sauce already in it. And if it was a really, really, really good week and I wanted to be even more careless in my spending, I would add a pound of ground beef to it. And man, that was like I was the aristocracy at that point. Do you know what else I did? I'd always buy an extra pack of shells plain and I would add them with the pack that came into the box and then I would add a little water to the cheese sauce to thin it out some to make sure it could go further that way I could eat for 
two, three, four meals off of that one pot of shells and cheese. And when I got the note from Aaron that he was able to secure Carbone for me, I was so thankful for his friendship and his ability to do that. But I was thankful for the opportunity to go someplace I never would have gone if I didn't have the ability to ask a friend for help. I didn't have the ability to work my tail off to be able to afford to be there. And so before we went to New York, I went by the store and I bought a box of Velveeta shells and cheese. And that's what I ate for dinner two days before we left for New York City. Just tasting it put me right back where I was 30 years ago. And I sat there and with every bite, I thought of all the things I've overcome. I thought of all the things that challenged me and pushed me. I thought about all the times I've won, all the times I've gotten my butt kicked. I've thought about the college degrees that I've been able to earn, even though I was working full time during the day. I thought about the designations that I've been able to get behind my name in the insurance industry because I worked hard and I studied and I pushed myself. And I thought about my kids and my wife and the fact that I've got an amazing family that I don't deserve. I don't know how I got there other than just putting my head down and working and remembering where I came from. But by humbling myself and realizing I can't do it alone and I can't forget the past, it's helped me achieve more in the present with a much more optimistic future than you could ever possibly imagine. So that's my challenge. That's my challenge to you as we head into Thanksgiving week. Take some time, gain some perspective, be thankful for what you have, be thankful for your wins, but also be thankful for the lessons you've learned through losing. There is no win or lose. As my friend Chris Paradiso and Mike Stromzo say, there's win or learn. Lord knows I've learned plenty over the years. I hope you and your family have an amazing holiday. I know I am. We're going to be gone for the week. We actually get to take a week's vacation as a family, and we're going to be on a cruise in the Caribbean for Thanksgiving. How cool is that? Wouldn't be there if I didn't remember where I came from. Keep that in mind as you move forward through the holiday season and into 2024. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. been listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes